is up my loves it's me mahogany and i am back with a new season and a new episode um it's been about a month since y'all last heard from me and a lot has gone on some good things some bad things so i'm excited to get into this episode and just have a pretty candid conversation with y'all um normally my episodes are pretty thought out I have like an outline and sometimes I have to look up like definitions for things and stuff like that. But I've really been just like looking at my journal and thinking about the things and reflecting on this. Um, I, I would call March like a transitional space for me and, and really my family. Um, so I'm very excited to get into that. Um, and at the end of the episode, I think there will be a few takeaways and just kind of some things to expect for this new season, um, because this will be season two, episode one. So let's get into it. All right, y'all. So, um, again, I'm super excited to be here with y'all. Thank you so much to those who are still tuning in. I've had a few people that are like, did you stop podcasting? And I'm like, nope, just going through life. (laughs) So super excited to be back. Um, I want to briefly go over just a lot of things that I've been going through because I think they're very relatable, um, and we'll have some truth for a lot of people. And then as I mentioned earlier, I want to just go over some expectations for season two, because I have a lot of exciting things planned for this season. Um, I've had some time to like get my boots in the ground, um, and just see what feels right with not just my podcast, with my content, my website. So I've really been taking the month of March to reflect on that, um, and to see how we're pivoting and coming in this new, uh, season that I'm in. So, As y'all know, um, when I had last talked to y'all, I mentioned that I was starting a new job. So I did start my job. Um, I've been there for almost um, a little over a month now, and I absolutely love it. It's been very life-changing for me. Um, The people, the mission, the day-to-day, it's beautiful, and um, I'm super grateful. And one of the things that I really wanted to talk about with this opportunity uh, or with this new job is some of the feelings that I've had, because, you know, I know for me personally, I thought like new job, new vibes, you know, everything's going to be a peachy keen. It's going to be great. And that was not my experience with this new job. So let me just kind of back up with talking about my work history prior to this job, just to give you some context. So I've literally been working since I was 14. So I've been in the working force or the industry um, for for almost 16 years now. And my very first job was I was an EA on base um, at the personnel office. And every summer after that, I had a full-time job. So I wasn't necessarily working throughout the school year. It was mainly just during the summer. Um, But I did work Monday through Friday, eight to five every single summer when I was in um, high school. From there, um, I was working for a retail company um, and I worked my way up to like store manager. I was doing some area operations. Um, It was great for that time. I made a lot of money. I was super young. I was resilient. I probably worked like 65 to 70 hours a week um, at that job. Um, And from there, I scaled it back a little bit and I went into recruiting um, typically for an agency, but I did work for uh, a few corporations from, you know, within the last few years. So as a recruiter, I would say on average, I was probably working anywhere from like 45 to again, 60 hours a week. 
And so um, at this job, you know, I work for a mental health company and they are very particular about how you spend your time. They really want to make sure that, you know, you're getting outside and you're walking and you're like spending time with your family, but you're also getting your metrics in at work. And the metrics are not like super intense to the point where, you know, you're stressed about it. Everyone realizes how much of a privilege and just kind of an honor that is. And so everyone puts in a lot of work to make sure the culture and the environment stays that way. Um, And so one of the things that I experienced in this work transition is feeling inadequate because we're not doing as much as I'm used to. And so there were a lot of times in the last month where I'm asking my boss, like, do you need me to do something? Like, what is it that I should be doing? And he's like, relaxing, you know, like it's going to build up, it's going to ramp up, it's going to get busy, but you don't have to always be doing something and like be on your toes. And so that feeling of inadequacy kind of just like had me, um, I won't say downhill spiraling, but I definitely did have some negative feelings towards myself. Did I, did they, did I make the right move? You know, do I really deserve to be here? Um, is this something I can get comfortable with? And so I've really been having a honest conversation with myself and kind of checking myself and saying, you know, yes, this is an opportunity that you do deserve, but this is a different way of living. And so I've been really reprogramming my brain to find true equity and rest. Like I really try to get my stuff done at the beginning of the day and, you know, have a few days in the afternoon to just kind of kick my feet up. Um, I think these are my young years and these are the years that, you know, we don't have kids yet and our our jobs and our lives aren't super demanding. So I think it's important for me and my husband as well to truly rest, you know, um, not doing chores all the time, not doing laundry, not being out, you know, socializing and just truly resting. So I have definitely been relearning and reprogramming myself just as a person in this environment because I'm so used to being always like on my toes, always performing, you know, always talking, always doing. I've never really just had like a chill, cope aesthetic vibe, you know, so that's been something um, really interesting that I have gone through. And then to kind of piggyback off of that with my creative platforms, I think that I was doing a little bit too much. Um, And I think it really made me hit like a burnout, especially when my content wasn't performing. And, you know, I was really focused on being like this cool lifestyle creator that really talked about like equality and rest and, you know, did all of these cool things. But I think one thing that I realized during my um, sabbatical, if you will, is like, that's not me Um, and my purpose and my and my drive and why I do the things that I do is always just to touch literally like one to two people. Like when I was in San Diego, I had this young lady reach out to me that I had been talking to for quite some time, not necessarily in like a coaching sense, but just whenever I saw her on social media and I could tell the energy was off, I'd reach out to her. Hey, you know, what's going on? You're a great, amazing mom. You're doing great things for you, great things for your family, like stay focused. And so she told me like, hey, you know, I finally mustered up the strength to take my children's father to court and we're actively pursuing that and I'm getting my strength back. And that really touched my heart and my spirit because that is all I've ever wanted, right? Like I think that I got so set on the views and things like that because that's the culture of social media, right? And that's why you have to be really careful how you spend your time on there. But Ultimately, I've always felt like my purpose is to help people. Um, And I think when you truly want to be like that beacon of hope or that agent of change for for people, um, the reality is, is, is you may not touch millions and that's okay. Because when I really thought about it, like I don't have the mental and the physical and the emotional capacity to even nurture millions, right? So 
I think it's really important for me to like be true to myself, be true to my brand and really start small and put out things that I really am passionate about and that I care for. And not to say that I haven't done that already, but I do think that, you know, sometimes I think social media is definitely a numbers game. Like you have to get so many videos up in order to get presentation and visibility out there, da, 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 da. And then on top of that, like I was doing really well on TikTok. Like I had put quite a few videos up. I mean, I've, I have over six figure views on TikTok. And so it was kind of just this thing of like, what the hell is going on? Like, why am I doing okay over here? And then I'm having like all of these website video, um, website visitors because of TikTok. And so it just kind of felt like, well, all my platforms should kind of all be moving at one pace. And when, and in reality, I really feel like I have to focus on one, you know, because I'm human. I am not a full-time content creator. I am not a professional content creator. I am none of that. This is my hobby. Um, and it was fun. And so I'm looking forward to this new season and this new, um, exciting time in my life to really figure out like what that content is that I enjoy creating. And I'll be traveling to some cool places um, and doing a relocation as well, which I am super excited about. Um, that will really inspire me. Um, and that's another thing that I realized is I think my time where I'm currently at, it's came to an end. We've had a lot of pain here, but we've also had a lot of growth. Um, but I think just really closing that chapter and acknowledging this, you know, piece of my life and everything that this place has given me um, was something that I wanted to do in March so that by the time we start the second quarter here in April, it's kind of like new beginnings and I can really kind of propel forward for the things that I'm looking forward to doing. So that is a breathful, but that's the first part of um, the transition and just some things that are going on. Um, a second thing that happened, you know, for me is <clears throat> I kind of started a process of grieving again. Um, my grandma's birthday was in March and that was the first birthday without her, uh, here on us, here with us, like on earth. I know we still have our heavenly presence, but it almost felt like I was grieving for the first time because, you know, when she passed away, I'm a very realistic person. And so, you know, she had some heart issues and there was also some other things going on. And so at the end of the day, it was kind of just like, I don't even want her to live like this because she's in a lot of pain. And so that transition of her into, you know, heaven was it wasn't an easy one, I would say, but it was a real one. You know, I was very aware that like my grandma was not herself. I think she was just kind of like in a body at a certain point, you know? Um, and so when her birthday came around, I'm not really sure why I did this, but I listened to a voicemail from her that I had from before, you know, when she passed, obviously. And it really just brought up some feelings that I was not ready for. <laughs> so I really had to um, sit in that and really work through that because I think when you are grieving, it's important to recognize that like, this is a very real feeling. I'm not a big fan of suppressing emotions. I'm not a big fan of pushing it to the side. Oh, grow up. It's just this. Like, I'm not that person. If you have an emotion, fill it out, work through it, figure out what it's coming from. You know, why is it, what, what's causing that, you know, in order to process that. So, um, it was only like a two to three week thing, but I was really just, it, I wouldn't call it sad, but it was just like a damn, my grandma's really not here. And it really hurt my heart, you know, cause I was super excited just about, and I'm still very excited about where I'm at right now in my life. But behind the scenes, I think there's been so much change from just 
December to now in my spiritual um, walk and my personal, physical, all of it. And it was kind of just like, a, damn, she won't be here to see that. But of course she can see it in heaven. But that really kind of um, was like a, a, a wrench because I just, I didn't think that it was going to be like that. Um, so I was like re-grieving re my grandma. Um, and then on top of that, I think as I was working through that, I realized some other relationships, um, specifically with immediate family, I think I was expecting a lot of comfort from them during that time. Um, and it, it really ended up being the total opposite. And so I had to kind of set a new set of boundaries with some of my closest family just to kind of protect myself because I am a very like passionate person. I'm a very emotional person. And so I give a lot of that to the people that I love. And I think this was the first time that I was almost smacked in the face with like a negative emotion when I was truly vulnerable and like needed somebody. And so it was, it was a wake up call and that's never really happened to me before. Um, especially when you're expecting these people that, you know, you've gone through this with and you truly love to like be there for you and they're not, it was really hard for me to be honest. And it, it was, it was an additional type of grieving, like on top of the grieving I was already doing for my grandma. And so I wasn't depressed or anything like that. But again, I was really working through those emotions because I didn't want to harbor them and be angry later or anything like that. Um, so working through that was a big one. Um, and then I had finally booked my birthday, which I'm super excited about actually. Um, and so I've been planning on that and just trying to get the decorations together. This is truly my first birthday because again, I've been working my whole entire life. And so I've never had like a birthday party or like a 21st birthday party or anything like that. And so I'm super excited. Um, like four of my girlfriends are going to meet me in San Diego and I have like a theme set up and a talk of a whole itinerary. Um, and I'm super excited. I have been in the gym. Oh, I've been in the gym almost three to four times a week. And I'm so proud of myself. Um, I haven't really been able to like lock into the gym for, for a long time, to be honest, because number one, in order to be able to set patterns and things like that, you really have to have a good relationship with yourself. You have to be in a good mental place to like really give a fuck about working out because let me, let me, let me be honest with y'all. When you're really going through some things, like working out is the last thing on your mind, to be honest. Like I know that it's a mental health thing and it helps and da 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 but nobody cares about that when you're really going through. Um, so to be able to show up for myself in this way makes me so happy. I have been in the gym consistently for almost eight weeks now. Um, my goal is to do about 16 weeks total. And just the changes that I see in my body are absolutely amazing. Like I see a lot of changes in my core. I'm starting to see like definition in my stomach, not necessarily like abs or anything like that, but I am starting to see some definition there. Um, I'm not losing a whole lot of weight, which doesn't really bother me, but I am losing quite a lot of inches. Um, I can see some definition in my back, in my butt, most importantly, like I really genuinely love the place that I am at right now, mentally, physically, all of that. And it's taken a while to get here again, because there's just been a lot of change going on. Um, but to be able to hold strong to this routine is probably one of my biggest accomplishments so far um, this year, just because I've really struggled with being consistent over the last few years. Um, and I also really struggle with my body weight. 
because this is the heaviest that I've ever been. Um, but I also realized that my weight is sitting a lot differently now than it used to. And that's what makes me really happy. Like at my heaviest, I was probably like 235 pounds. Um, very, it was very much in my midsection. Like I didn't really have a butt or anything like that. And so this time around, um, though the weight has gone down quite a lot from the two thirties, um, I'm now like under 200, which I'm super grateful for. And that didn't necessarily come from this year. It's just, it's just been with like efforts that I've had over the last few years, but in terms of muscle tone and being consistent, this is the most, um, effort I've ever put into myself ever in my life. Um, and so I'm super excited to see where this goes. This is something that I plan on continuing because truthfully, I want to be in the best shape possible for when we start trying to um, have children again. And that's that's actually uh, coming very soon, not not too soon. Um, but it's something that we've talked about in the last like few months, a uh, few weeks, I would say last month or two. Um but just to be able to be at a place of, you know, being open to having children again, um, if you're not familiar, I've, and I'll, I'll probably talk about this um, in detail in another episode. Um, I'm hoping to talk about this with my husband one day on a podcast, but we will definitely see. Um, but for those that don't know, I had a miscarriage two years ago. Um, we were pregnant with twins and lost both right at about 12 weeks. Um, and it was, it was, it was very traumatic, but it was also very quick. And so I think the emotional lapse of that, it took a long time to get over because it was kind of just like, damn, you know, was, was that it, you know, like, was that our first attempt to have a child? It was just super like gut wrenching, but also like the week, the week after it seemed very normal and it was just a very weird read. And so to be able to be at a place where I can like sit across from my husband at like lunch or dinner and just talk about these things and not get triggered or super emotional. It's beautiful. And I am so excited to start this next chapter with my husband in this new city that we're moving to um, and really enjoy the next year to two. I would say enjoy the next year to year and a half. Um, and then, you know, start building our family because I want to make sure that we had fun and we did the things that we wanted to do. Um, but I also don't want to push it off too long because of fear, right? And that's one of the things that I've really learned the last month is you really can't pray and manifest for things and then have fear when they come or fear, you know, that they are going to come. I've really been learning to lean into myself and my spirituality and the things that I know that I deserve and that I want um, and, and have a system that works for me. You know, if there are those times where I get meek and my faith gets a little bit weak, making sure I practice gratitude, you know. They, I'm thankful to be able to show up for myself. I'm thankful for the things that I have today because I didn't have these things a year ago, two years ago, 10 years ago. Um, and so I've really been focusing on just staying positive and having a lot of gratitude and positivity for the future um, in every aspect of my life. I've had to do that with work, my physical health, you know, just trusting and believing that things are going to fall in line for our move and... Um, you know, I was talking about this on Instagram. I did a vision board at the beginning of the year and I've already marked off like four of my seven big objectives. And so I'm super excited to be meeting with one of my girlfriends and redoing our vision boards and just kind of really aligning on what are those things that we want to attract. Um, because if if this this first half of the year or this first quarter has taught me anything, it's that I can literally have whatever it is that I want. 
Um, and y'all, when I say whatever it is that I want, I genuinely mean that. I genuinely mean that. Whatever it is that you want, no matter the dollar value, the length of time needed, the skill set, whatever it is, you are capable of attaining that. Now, is it going to take some alignment? Absolutely. And y'all know that I'm big on alignment and reflection. Um, but I have shown myself time and time again, this first quarter and this first just season is what I'm going to call it, that you literally can have anything that you want as long as you believe in it. And the minute that your faith wavers, I think the opportunity wavers as well, because if you're not all in, it's not going to manifest and follow through. And that's just facts. I've, (laughs) I've learned that the hard way. And I've also learned that the great way. So keep that in mind, y'all, that if you're going to manifest something, don't have fear in it when it comes or, you know, when it's on the horizon, continue to really be all in um, and like on the same team with your goals and your visions. You know, having fear is like working against yourself, literally. Um, so that, um, let me see. I'm like reading my little scribbles because I had to write it down just to make sure I'm organized. <laughs> but um, those are like the main things that I've had going on. I've had some other things go on. Like I have a financial advisor now, which I'm super excited about. Um, I'm starting to pack my house up and really get ready to move back to the West Coast or really the South. I'm sorry. Um, which I'm very excited about. I'm so excited about like pool parties this summer with my girls, going to brunch, decorating our new spot. Like I genuinely cannot wait. I will be 30 in less than like 35 days or so. I'm so excited for this birthday party. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to drop in and do a quick pulse check and just let everyone know how I'm doing Um, I'm super grateful for this platform and there's been so many people that have reached out asking, how are you? You know, when are you going to create your next episode? I miss your content and I greatly appreciate that. I really do. But I wanted to make sure that I just focused on living life for a little bit. Um, I think when you really get locked in the content, it can sometimes become a little bit demanding like a job. And if you're not careful, I think you, you genuinely spend your life spend your whole life being lived behind a lens. And I never want to do that. I'm a real person. I go through real things, real realities, real changes, you know, all of that. And um, it's been really nice to just enjoy joy and peace and happiness and love and lessons as well and some hard things. But I've really enjoyed just like being offline and not having to make content or talk to anybody or you know, just be me in my own world. And um, it's really shown me how, I think how much more grateful I need to be on a day-to-day for the things that I have. Because I think sometimes when you are ramping up to live this like life that you've always dreamed of or that you're wanting, sometimes you forget that like, like for example, this laptop that I'm recording on right now for this podcast, I have an MSI gaming laptop. When I bought this laptop, I walked into Target and I paid cash for it. Granted, I saved a little bit for it, but it was like $1,500. I paid cash for it, got the insurance for it. It was done, you know? And so sometimes I forget, like, I've only had this laptop since October, you know? Like, I didn't have a laptop before then, and I hadn't had one since college. Um, So I need to remember to really just be grateful for that day-to-day and not always wait for, like, that big aha moment of, like, wow, I have this super big house. I'm so grateful or, you know, 
like no a full fridge going to the grocery store not having to check your bank account eating out multiple times a week like those getting your nails done twice like those are luxuries that i've really had to just check and remind myself because um it's not that i forget but i just think sometimes you get wrapped up into things and the small things don't really stay at the forefront so that is all i know this is a super short episode but i really just wanted to do something quick and genuine and just tap in with y'all um season two we have some special guests which i'm super excited about um i will be in a brand new city and closer to so many of just my favorite people ever um and so i cannot wait to just tap into this new season of my life um likely uh, I think I'll have a new episode out before my birthday. Absolutely. I will have a new episode before my birthday, but I'm very excited to take y'all along with me um, in my new era, my new decade. Um, once we move to our new city, I will be doing video podcasts, which I'm super excited about. We have a, we're hoping to have a cute little like backyard area um, that I can set up and do video podcasts out there. I love being outside and just in nature. So it would be super fun. Um, and then I have been archiving and collecting my videos for my visual diary on YouTube. Um, so that would be what I put most of my energy into. I will still be on TikTok and Instagram here and there, but that will probably be the main platform that I will be pouring my creative energy into just because I want to be able to look back look back at it. Um, and I'm also starting it just to show my future children like how much work went into their mom and their dad welcoming their welcoming them here um, on earth because my husband and I have been, you know, been doing a lot of hard work just in therapy, financially, physically, mentally, all of it. Um, to welcome our beautiful chocolate babies into a loving and welcoming and enriched environment that they so rightfully deserve. Um, so yeah, that is all for today. I love you all with my whole heart. I cannot wait to interact with y'all after this episode and see what everyone thinks. Um, and I hope everyone has a great weekend. Bye.